Welcome to the Hemi Podcast, episode four. I'm Danny. And I'm Anna. And we're here. We we got a, I think in the biz they call it a get, and that is Mr. Chris <laughs> Shepman. Well, give it up for Chris. Hi guys, thanks for having me. <laughs> What's up on this just lovely Sunday in Portland? It Professional uh, software developer, karaoke extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guilty. Yeah, we're really excited. I feel like I've I've just we keep talking about this every time that we're gonna get uh, Mr. Shetman on here, but we did it. Yeah, and I'm really happy about that. We had w- only one misstep, uh, a slight Friday night reschedule, and uh, here I am. <laughs> He's a pretty popular guy, so it's, it's tough to get plans made. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wanted to jump right in this because I had just have to complain a little bit. I just got back from a uh, business trip. It's really, I actually feel pretty grown up going on business trips. This is like my fourth time. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. Do you you ever get to go on those? Or you're kind of a. I got flown to San Francisco one time for for work, yeah. And they put us up in the W. I mean, it was the whole, the whole shebang. It was fantastic. And I also, I share that sentiment. It it felt ridiculous. I shouldn't, they, it felt like I was getting away with something. (laughs) Yeah. It really does feel weird. It's like a rental car. Yeah. I'm there by myself. Do you have a little per diem? You get like a hundred bucks a day. Yeah. I can expense whatever I want. You're buying steak. You're not buying that normally, (laughs) but Danny's buying like appetizers. I don't even want one. That's what he gets. (laughs) (laughs) Get Two larges and like three, two liters. Yeah. And you just make yourself sick in your hotel room, but it's your room. So yeah, I always end up having leftovers that I, I know I can't eat. And it's just like, sure, that's great. We'll just get breakfast anyway. But uh, why not? Because <laughs> you got thirty bucks for breakfast. Yeah, got room in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's exciting. But like, you know, like it's weird. Like usually when you're at the airport, it's like there's somebody waiting for you or something. You know, it's it's all business. You know, everyone else is, you know, you're like walking up and uh, they see the top of your head or something, and they're like, oh, is that? Oh no, that's just some some guy. I'm like, oh, no. Where'd okay. you go, Dan? What was your where'd your trip take you? I went down to uh Northern California, Santa Rosa. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> just great. Best time of year for, just for California. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's actually kind of funny because it's about two hours uh where I'm actually going is Fort Bragg, California. It's about two hours north of Santa Rosa, but it's really the only place you can fly into. And the road going from between mm. Santa Rosa and Fort Bragg is like the worst stretch of road I've ever mm. been on. It's it's windy, <laughs> back and forth, up and down. It was two hours of just hell. I, I didn't get to drive. Yeah, it's so much better seat? when you can drive. Back seat? At passenger side, I'm like, please slow down. <laughs> he's like having fun. You know, he's like, he's like thinking in his head he's doing a lap time. As a fellow motion sick-ite ex- <laughs> yeah. experiencer, I just cannot commiserate more of that. There isn't there aren't many worse feelings than that. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you can see up in the distance that the sign says like twenty five and a hard right <laughs> and he's like flooring it. Still accelerating. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you were playing Forza, you know, like you yeah. you would be flooring it because you can yeah. break later. I'm like, just just we know we have to slow down. It's like a Camry. It's, just, it's yeah, a rental car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was special. a Toyota Camry. Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. It was pretty funny though because uh I I ended up driving on the way back. And I totally did the same thing. It's well, like the new cars, you know, they're kind of fancy. Yeah. They had the little paddle shifters oh, on this thing. Thank I mean, you for I don't, that. which is weird. It's yeah, like it's a, a V6, 200 horsepower, maybe at the most. It's, awesome. it's weird. But yeah, it's like little uh, paddles on the steering wheel. 
and you just That's you can really shift. What it's called? like a it's a stick shift essentially, but it's electronic. You don't have to actually. And there's move no clutch. Gears. You just there's no clutch. You just tap thing. the plus yeah. button, and you're going up to the next gear. It's pretty cool. It's it essentially was really a, fun. a PlayStation Three. <laughs> yeah, but in real seriously. Life. Yeah, yeah. You're just cruising, and then bam. Yeah. And That's it was it, it really was the best possible road for you to do that. It's like, like I said, up and down, windy. But um, <laughs> they should just each give you, they should just give you each your own car. Just call it <laughs> call it go karting. Seriously, it's team, yeah. it's team bonding I'll at that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Was, at least we got to split it. If I if I was not going to be a passenger again, I would have like you put, your, you put your foot cautious. down. Yeah, I would go rent another car. He, instead of going twenty or fifty miles an hour, he's probably going ten. Save your <laughs> save your corners. per diem and you know get the luxury wagon on the way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had to I had to bring this up too because it was funny. I, uh, I I I realized that when one of the big pains in flying somewhere is the security line, you know, and it's like. It it is frustrating and annoying because you have to hear that lady that's like just repeating all the safety instructions while you're waiting and you've heard it for the fourth time. It's mm-hmm. like no lighters, no razor blades, no nothing flammable at all. But the the key thing that one that actually matters to me is the whole no liquids, uh, gels, all the kind of stuff that you actually will pack. You have to put in that little that little Ziploc bag, and it can't be bigger than like three ounces. But what I realized is that. If you just leave that in your bag, they don't do anything about it. But yet they hassle you about taking it out and putting it in a bag in that little tray outside of your bag the whole time. Did you leave it in your bag? Is that how you discovered this? I left it. I'm with you. I absolutely never have taken anything out of my bag. I just pack it. And if they're going to take it, they're going to take it. And they they won't do it. They won't do anything. But I'm such a bad. Oh, yeah. You got (laughs) to roll the dice with these people. I am like. Yeah. Nothing will happen. It's not. You're not like the the next leader of Al Qaeda because you have some some travel. Your Colgate is four and a half ounces (laughs) instead of three. That's. Yeah. I. I that like or I just don't pack on. it, and then when I get there, I ask my mom for the toothpaste, it's, yeah, like I've been doing do for the last 28 years of my entire life. It was funny because I, I decided to leave it in this time, and then the guy happened to look me straight in the face, and he's just like, no toiletries? <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, he called uh, your bluff. Whoa. No. None. So you straight up lied like, to uh, Looks like an overnight trip. Man, Nothing? <laughs> Nothing in there? <laughs> you, do you brush your teeth? Your <laughs> return flight is in seven days. No. <laughs> There's nope. It's all closed. Feeling pretty Nothing. good about what's in my bag right now. It's like, are you gonna stop off at a Rite Aid when you get to Santa Rosa? Because you're gonna need some stuff, right? Nope. I, Just, I don't need that. You should see the per diem I get. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna use the toothpaste. I'm gonna throw the rest away. You're saving the weight. I'm not I gonna feel to about. It yeah, no. Yeah. Those so. security lines are something else these days. They what really was are. your? Uh, did you have to go through the uh, back scatter? The uh, the X ray things where do you that do those thing kind of like spins around, and you got to yeah. make that motion and you can where see you're like boobs and stuff. Yeah, boobs. And well, I didn't get to see any boobs. I don't remember that. Well, I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I I uh, read online that you didn't have to do it, so oh. I was like, I'm gonna try this out. You know, I showed up to the airport pretty early, and it's intimidating as absolute hell. I was there for a flight on a day that didn't matter so it wasn't super busy i told the guy like hey i i is is it my option can i just stand i wasn't being a dick or anything mm. which is 50 50 in, in an authoritarian conversation right so i was it was a good one and he was like really <laughs> uh, i was yeah. like yeah i don't have to right and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> 
so Damn he's it. pissed. He's trying to make me feel bad. He's like, oh, why? You think it's not safe? And I was like, yeah, it's just the worst. I just yeah. can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. And so then they get, then they, so they have you stand off to the side and then they just take forever to get like, I forget, I wish I remembered the, the actual phrase they used. The, can we get a male, can we get a male, uh, pat down aisle seven, you know, and you're like, great. Yeah. So they get this guy to come over and he hates it more than you do because he has to put gloves on and like put his fingers in your waistband in, and just, yeah. God, I'm glad you said waistband. Yeah. Fingers. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, so I have never actually been in one. I've kept my, uh, I've kept it up and I think it's the way to go. I think the more awkward we make them feel. Do you feel, guys remember a couple months ago that gentleman, they could, it could have been Chris for all we know, but there was that been. naked guy that protested mm, yes, that same that, thing see, in the Portland airport. Was that I, you is my question. No, but <laughs> I stand in solidarity with this guy. If he put a, like a Craigslist flash mob thing, like let's all go through the thing naked. I think, you know, in light of the naked bike ride and many other naked things that Portland, uh, you'd be the first to sign up enjoys. I would sign up for that a i'm not much to look at naked <laughs> and i don't hey, think don't sell yourself short well i appre- i really do appreciate that <laughs> i think you know if they're gonna make us feel like we're just standing there naked we might as well be <laughs> and if so, they all quit we don't have to deal with it anymore right so i think yeah. that's there's something to that <laughs> he got probably arrested and beaten and <laughs> just sell for days with no food someone with some plastic gloves <laughs> really checked some stuff on him i bet <laughs> Which I, I don't think is ideal. Maybe. I don't envy him. No. But I think I'd stand near him. The problem <laughs> is that, I, to me, he has a really good point. But, but I think when you have a really great case and you want people to realize how <laughs> serious you are and how just to get naked in the middle of all that, is, is you kind of lose a little credibility. You think he's undermining himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think maybe the approach yeah. took precedence over the message. Yeah, yeah. Once you saw a naked body, then you're just a streaker at that point. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. No, that is fantastic. What would he have had to keep on to, to maybe not socks and shoes. Socks where? Watch. He just has to have a sock? watch and his socks. <laughs> he needs socks three socks. Socks and shoes <laughs> with the wristwatch. That's what I'm going with. He kept his dignity there. I definitely tie? like that wristwatch. Yeah, yeah. Tie. Do you think they still yeah. would have made him go through the flippity scanner with the, <laughs> with the, with just naked? Cause they can, well, I hope so, because there are things he could have been doing, and I want to feel safe. On yeah, that. yeah. Well, that's a great point. I think safety is the number one priority. There's huge problems. Like, you know, you have to take your shoes off, but not if you're over, like, 75. Oh, I like that rule. Also, oh, if you're really? not if you're yeah. under something, right? Well, yeah, I, I understand. Like, you yeah. can't co-opt a 75-year-old into sneaking your bomb through there. Yeah, but, I mean, there there could be a 76-year-old Al-Qaeda dude, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. you there's probably quite a few, and it's not you like you know part of the world. They're probably not surviving. Much and if you're under like 13, you don't have <laughs> to either. Point. So yeah. it's not like 12 year olds are impressionable or anything. Yeah, right? no yeah. kidding. You can't you know give them eight bucks in a candy bar to put something <laughs> weird in their shoe. <laughs> yeah, I have to keep complaining actually because I don't, I don't mind that at all. <laughs> I got to the hotel, Objection. and I this is not just an excuse to rant about something. I don't understand what it is with hotels because they only have to do like. The hotel room only has like four things. There's the bed, there's the heating, cooling system, Crucial. there's a window, and there's the lights. Similar. There's a there's also a TV. Okay, there's a TV. All of those things are like the worst versions of those things. Yeah. Because the bed is huge, but yet it's like rock hard. They also have these weird covers that are like 
thin but yet really hot and really heavy. And then they also t- they t- they make it so they tuck it in so tight <laughs> yeah. that if you don't go in there and pull it all out, you're going to be wrapped up like a mummy in there. <laughs> yeah. And then two, I was in a hotel that didn't have any blackout uh, drapes. They had like that super thin uh, white like. I don't know. It, it, it's a see-through material. You could see the lights from the That's like parking lot. And you, there was no way. I got up in the middle of the night. I was very happy to have to do this. He's and I sat there and tried to tug this thing. There's, no, so, uh, there's light coming in. Yeah. And it's a parking lot. Then three, there's the lights in the hotel room, which there's never just one big light in the middle of the room. Like every other room in the history of rooms, there's one light that's right in front of the door, which you're never step in again after you come in the room. <laughs> yeah. And then other than that, there's just these little lamps that are in the strategic places to <laughs> offer as little light as, as yeah. they possibly can. You got to do a little lap on and off is like a whole separate circuit. Every time I go in a hotel room, I turn on all the lights and then I'm looking around for the last light. that will finally light up the room and it's not there because all the lights are on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous. I uh, you ever get in one of those beds and like try to kick the sheets out yourself? Without I did it like three days ago. Pull a hamstring. You can't do you it. Gotta, you you're gonna hurt yourself if you're not careful. That's that, that's probably one of the first the, tests uh, they give these people when they find out if they can. Yeah, be, uh, they got uh, a guy in there cleaners. kicking. Tuck and you it, just got like that. That's tucked. Really, you have to be like George Costanza from Seinfeld <laughs> and ask you. the maid oh, to make sure they don't tuck in the sheets. So that's one tuck and one no tuck. It's it's really true. It's and it's weird. It's weird because it's like who needs a rock solid tuck? Like, it, it's got like <laughs> two feet of overlap. It's yeah. not coming out unless it's, you really want it to come out, and yeah. it can be a little more relaxed. It's than probably that. because they haven't actually taken those sheets off and washed them in so long. You know, you're probably laying in they somebody just else's fill. Solidify, yeah. right there. It's, could be. That's terrifying. You watch those, those creepy hotel shows where they show all oh, the dirtiness of them. Ugh. No, you don't want to. Don't, don't go there. Yeah, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I, I'd like. Uh, I think this is a really interesting segue straight into like maybe a review. What hotel did you stay at at this uh, <laughs> at this convention or whatever work opportunity you were presenting? Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. What What's going on, Holiday Inn? Because these things are obviously true. They're obviously universal. You get a hotel room. Maybe just, the lights are okay, but the the window won't open. But to have all four really fail, that's a that's a that's a zero yeah, star. And, and the last thing there is the TV. And every the TV is not reliable. It's no. like half the channels don't come in. It's like it's 2012 now. You know, everything's you got- supposed to be digital. <laughs> like. You want yeah, you want I, me to pay seven ninety nine an hour to play Nintendo sixty four on a TV. Yeah, with seriously. A They'll be like, We have a gaming console. Oh, yeah. f- let's see what that is. It's <laughs> like Yeah, it's a it's a PlayStation yeah. One with yeah. like cool borders. That actually would have been fun. Actually, yeah, that's a, God, that, that that's a, a tall game. order. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always like these little proprietary gaming systems yeah. that must have been made just for hotels to be as bad as just possible. Just to screw you out of your money. I sat there on Wednesday night and watched Top Chef. Uh, where every 15 seconds or so it went to static. Oh, there that's was nothing nice. else on, so yeah. I just had to deal Imagine with it. That. How much did you look into your? Uh, did you look into your pay pay per view options? I should have. I mean, I you, the the per diem, the expense uh, situation could have been leveraged there, maybe for a nine ninety nine, yeah, Dumb and Dumber viewing, which you could have got on Netflix Instant for free. Yeah. Well, the the one thing too is that. Uh, I try to be good about, you know, like my expense reports and stuff. And, and the hotel is just directly billed right to the company. Yeah. So Dumb and Dumber might be fine. I'm definitely not putting any uh, 
naughty nurses. <laughs> not, there. There's not going to be any adult adult features on the. That would suck. No, forget you don't. <laughs> you don't, uh, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> having your boss ask you about that was a documentary your, your, on <laughs> hospitals. Uh, uh, it was bad. a malpractice <laughs> situation. They were very bad at their jobs. They didn't do what they meant to do. They were helping people. Mm-hmm. They were making people feel better, but it wasn't ideal. The mm-hmm. hotel then it wasn't covered by their insurance. No. <laughs> So yeah, it was a good trip, though. I, I always do yeah. feel kind of cool. Like it's only been a few times, but doing the whole business trip thing. Oh, it's absolutely! Like, it, it really wasn't even a business trip. I mean, he went. I down went down there, there for, for a Christmas for party, his company Christmas party. Oh, he didn't, there was no work. He got to catch some salmon, and there was no limo, and then go to a Christmas no party. Limo. No, apparently there actually was a limo last year. I found is out. the headquarters not in Portland? The headquarters of our company is in Portland, but we have an office in Fort Bragg, California. And that's where they decided to have the Christmas party. Is it always there? That's where the Fort Bragg office had their Christmas party. But because I work with them, they wanted to fly me down and have oh, me hang Oh, well, out. isn't that a treat? Do you get to go to the Christmas party for your office proper as well then? I do. It's on Friday. That's It's going to be crazy. Uh, they like, really throw down. Yeah, Anna, I, I assume crazy. you're invited. Danny has decided to take me. Okay, yes. that's fantastic. What uh, <laughs> I checked with them and said, do I have a plus two? Because it's going to be Chris and Anna, but it's plus one. <sighs> you think in Portland they'd be a little more accommodating. Yeah, really. There has to be some real three-person relationships wanting to go to this party. <laughs> not that we're not a I real could, one. What is I that could called? Talk to HR. Po- polyamory. Could be you happy. know who you that's... should talk to is any woman that works there that doesn't have a date. Because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty good party date. I can second that. Yeah, I've probably <laughs> taken you Danny as knows. a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Uh, I feel hmm. like you're impeding on my territory here, Chris. He might. No. We might take back my invite. No, free No, by all means, I uh, don't want to go to the Campbell Group Christmas I don't party. Want, no, I do. I don't want to step on it's any toes. I can't to really there. remember, but I, I definitely would not put it past my uh, former past self a couple years ago like to take you to a hotel or not to a hotel what am i talking about oh, God. Yeah, that take you to like a wedding as a plus one oh absolutely. That'd be really strange but yet not for me yeah no. Like, no well you guys are best friends from you know several years plus back. one is either an opportunity for a little romance <laughs> as you two well know or an opportunity to, to go somewhere with someone that you know even if everyone couples up, you two can just own the night. It's true. You can drink too much. You can throw up on each other. You can dance with people that don't want to dance with you for a while until yeah. your friend helps you know that. I mean, it's really, it's Sounds a buddy like a system in its, thing. Yeah, in, its, in its perfect form. Yeah. Especially for weddings. Christmas party, weddings. that's great too because. It's an open bar. Two occasions oh, that are just open great. bars are tough. I, I'm going to say I handled it very well this time, which is so sad because I was like, "Good job." <laughs> well, Danny. you have this Friday to you make up did for that it. Well. I, I just heard Long Island iced teas were drank like all night. I'm not year, sure. So. I I would like to maybe talk about what happened last year or any previous year because because it is clear the huge quickly audience definitely knows or is learning more about <laughs> you. We. We know that Anna is sweet and smart. That's true. And we know that Danny has maybe some sportsmanship <laughs> issues. <laughs> but we don't necessarily know Danny the... Drunk? Don't know what happened at a party uh, situation. It's I mean, because this time you said it went well and you were surprised. I guess maybe 
from an outside perspective, I'll ask, well, I think why weren't you expecting it to go well or, or what happened last sure year? Are you sure you should have that next drink, Danny? <laughs> that was my I would just say that, you know, <laughs> some people can drink. Yeah. They can just show up and just they'll drink. have quite a few and they <laughs> might be really drunk, but it's like they sort of were blending in with everyone else, having a great time, yeah, making yeah. a couple of connections. You know, yeah. maybe taking somebody home for the first time. <laughs> Who knows? Smooth, smooth operators, though. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, other people, I don't know. That's it comes a little harder. It might be like you know, you you go from like third beer at the bar to like just waking up and wondering. Really, exactly I what have happened. to say that he really pulls out some killer dance moves when he gets drunk. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's... I'm a bad like a I'm not like a violent drunk. I just he no, not a drunk. I, 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 I've realized himself. it recently. That I, I can't drink. I, it's, it's like, like three, four max, and I'm great. I'm totally fine. Yeah, you yeah. get into the. Have nine. you dialed the the line in? I I, I really feel most comfortable <laughs> at about four or less. Four is okay, and for a lot of people, that's how much they. What have. if? Okay, yeah. How yeah, about like more than that? It's bad. Beer in a Some shot. Do it. Beer in a shot. Like back to back hours. What happens? I mean, that's a uh, really that accelerating like a, fast. I don't know. That it's, wouldn't for take me. Very long. If if there was uh, a doctor listening, this would probably <laughs> it, this would probably tell <laughs> them that there's some issues going on. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is is it has a, a building effect. You it's, know, like a lot of people. Can it, we can we use the word snowball? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's the. I think so the perfect, listeners will connect yeah, with perfect that. Perfect time of yes. year for that terminology. Also, it's seasonal. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's really yeah. nice. By the way, I still hate snowballs. I don't know why you like those. Yeah, I was hostess snowballs. I'm sorry. I was Dick. listening to episode three because I'm a rabid fan. That's true. Yes. And I was thinking to myself. Pink snowballs. You know what's funny is because I Did actually... Did we Google that? Because that can't be I, true. I wanted to actually bring this up know. and start taking a poll of what everybody's favorite Hostess product was. So, Chris, will you go ahead and throw that down for um, us? Favorite Hostess product. Don't say uh, ho- or what, what was There's Swiss no way you're going to say Swiss cake roll. <laughs> Nobody likes Nobody those. likes those. That is yeah. just the worst answer. But okay, but it's not a, it's not a bad treat. It's delicious, so you would enjoy one like if I put Swiss it on the front. I feel like the Swiss is actually a little Debbie product. Also, you really have to be careful about that. That's what I was going to say because yeah. you can't know. Who knows those things? Well, I sure don't. Throw down your face. I am going to go ahead and just say that I am a I am a classic conservative hostess fan and go for the Twinkie. Yeah. All right. Twinkie. You can't go wrong because you can't go wrong, and if you deep have fry you had, them, yeah, deep yeah, fry. yeah, that rejuvenated the Twinkie interest for me. I. I'll be honest, I haven't had a Twinkie not deep fried in maybe a decade. God, they're so good. You know, I they're, might be right there with you. I'm yeah. there One too, but fried. I've had lots of snowballs because they're delicious. I, uh, I have no idea why they're pink, but it's delightful. You know what other hostess... Tr- did you ever, uh, growing up, you get the little cupcake ones, you know, where they're like flat and like hard on the top? Oh, yeah, with the little wavy white. Yeah, the yeah that's I, good. Whenever I got one of those, I mean, they're good, right? You're eating a cupcake, yeah. so what are you complaining about? <laughs> right, right. But they're not Twinkies, and so I always distinctly remember thinking it was bullshit growing up. <laughs> <laughs> the Twinkies Why got the that nice, that nice uh, <laughs> texture to it. It's yeah. not hard. It's actually pretty soft. You don't have to... It's just, and there's no better part of a Twinkie than right. than any other. I feel like the cupcake, you get that top off, you're looking at a stump. You're not. <laughs> just throw that out and start on the just next throw, one. <laughs> thank you. They came conveniently in those two packs, yeah. you know, with the plastic. God, Lots can you of imagine, waste as well. Yeah. Can you like imagine that. engineering that? Well, John, what are you working on down at the office? Uh, Come on down and check it out. Treat, <laughs> treat. 
dispensal. There probably was not a lot of innovation units. these last few years. That's they pretty smart. much nailed it out yeah. in the beginning, yeah. and there hasn't been any new. You products. lock that down once, and you're yeah. getting the treats where they need to go. And your no your job is no longer needed. Actually, oh, yeah. just obsolescence. We're working <laughs> on a new pink uh, snowball. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happened. You know, it's perfectly good, but people get bored. People get bored even when it's perfectly good. <laughs> well, that just proves how stupid of a treat it really is. That is a lie. I think there's many people in America spans. that would love a snowball right now. Well, I don't. I do not disagree with that. But man, there's a lot of people in America with diabetes as well. So. <laughs> That's at least it would true. be funny if it was a yellow snowball. Hey, Lemon. Maybe it just a, <laughs> maybe just a zigzag line through the white one. <laughs> maybe try to get somebody's name. We've, in we've been conditioned not to eat them for just years, though. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe that's the commentary, the social commentary. Don't maybe necessarily, maybe you don't necessarily need to watch out for the yellow snow. Maybe that's the best part. Yeah, I, I actually think it's funny that this whole twi- this uh, uh, Twinkie story, like, has taken off because, oh. because it's like, I don't know if I brought this up last time in the podcast, but like a month ago, people would have been like, what do you think of Twinkies? Oh, shit. They're, like, they're shit. They're awful. They're awful. <laughs> it's just, that's so just, true, especially yeah. in this town. Oh yeah. Oh, there's been a resurgence. Oh, I just had a, I just had a monster. Thank you, Anna. I just had an idea. What if that was the most brilliant PR marketing campaign of all time? That's yeah. I Not think just so. financial blunder. Now they're on <laughs> eBay for several hundred dollars. You know, you're you've got econ in your background. What there's a supply and demand thing there going on, and yeah, the supply we were always told was infinity. Well, see, they were pretty smart about it because. They did two things there because they made people think that the supply was going down, which in turn made the demand go up. And now they probably can keep the supply. When in down. reality, the supply was probably it's just probably fine. there's there's yeah. overflowing on the shelves. <laughs> and they're like, how are we going to get rid of these? I feel like make people I, think that they can't get one. Yeah. When I think of a Twinkie factory, <laughs> I think to myself that can't be stopped. Right, wasn't that? The, it was always like, if we get hit by nuclear bombs, you're going to be lucky you have those Twinkies on the shelf. Yeah, that was because... another brilliant PR move. <laughs> they probably last for like three weeks yeah, what? on the shelf. They probably strangely don't last. Yeah, they're like moldy. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? But in all seriousness, don't don't eat those. Don't eat those. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. We have millions. Yeah, there's a trillion of them. But well, also, I think the brilliant part of that campaign too was, so the world, you know, ends. But you're alive and you're in a bunker and there's Twinkies. I'm not sure the nutritional value of Twinkies is such that if you only ate them, you would live. Uh, yeah, you're you might, probably right. You would extend starvation, but you would be all screwed up. It would be like gulping salt water. Thank Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to taste good. It'd stave off whatever <laughs> immediate you feel need. very bad. You're, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's accurate. I think yeah. that's important. So you should probably stock up on MREs and water to for all of the uh, survivalist listeners on huge quickly tell us what we should maybe email in and say danny just started our our own survival kit oh i can't wait to hear more about this is this a a feature (laughs) well you just got a plan well we've just we've just been talking about it you know it is a scary idea it's one of those things that you never it's hard to actually like pull the trigger on you know because like anna just like came home with all this extra food like what is that (laughs) Anna, come on, a budget. Budget. This is for the the holiday. The the, end of the world. End of the world. Oh, great. Fine. All the stuff you want. (laughs) Then, the next day, Armageddon. You're lucky. It's true. Yeah. You're lucky to have it. You have at least food for a solid week. Yeah. 
So uh, I'm just going to help. It's more than I have. Yeah. My, I got to have a sorry. We did live with Chris, and I can only imagine what's uh, in there now. The last thing in on. my fridge was the four Coors Lights that I brought over here. <laughs> Those would sustain them. you more than the Twinkies, I think. I would absolutely prefer them to the Twinkies. <laughs> There's go well together. Significant, significant water content, first of all. Mm-hmm. The taste is more sustainable. They're not going to be as sweet, but you're definitely going to get that. You know, gluten. Well, thing. what about mm-hmm. if your power goes out and the beers are no longer cold? What are your thoughts oh. on a nice warm, if not hot? I'll tell you beer? what. If that little blue strip isn't blue, I'm not drinking it. You're, not <laughs> <laughs> You're putting your foot down, even if you are dehydrated. Code blue mm-hmm. or go home. <laughs> Code ick. Yeah, this is. I honestly think I would still take the Coors Lights, but I'm also also I'm not being I'm not an employee of Coors. Just for the record. <laughs> Thank you for if Coors that. would like to send me, <laughs> or the podcast in general, maybe some samples to try, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not up. as a bribe, clearly as a promotional <laughs> opportunity for for Coors. I, you know, they they get a lot of airtime on national levels. The NFR, but, in fact. Yeah, I don't know what that is still, <laughs> but we'll talk about it. This podcast is hypothetically reaching all ends of the earth. Absolutely, and I don't think. Any intelligent person would argue against that as mm-hmm. a keen marketing opportunity. We did get a Canadian download. So. Hey, you're international. You we are. <laughs> yes, you are international. We're probably. It's probably uh, my aunt in Canada now that I'm regulated by about a whole it. different body now. Yeah, that's. I mean, the FCC eat your heart out. We're Bigger talking about you. the Canadian Mounties are probably going to be listening, and then what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed, we're probably okay. I doubt they do a whole lot. Yeah, they. Seem like nice people, though. It is pretty cool nice. to be in Canada and see the Canadian Royal Mounted Police. Yeah, does it inspire it's, a confidence? It's just like, wow, I like want to stand here and salute them as yeah. opposed to like, it's another fucking cop. Yeah, you see a cop what in Portland, ass. what do you do? What's, like, your, what's your gut reaction, Anna, to the I mean, police? you're just kind of like, eh, I'm sure it's some stupid per some street folk in Portland doing something stupid, but... <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just not the same. They have their it's, hands full. In you know, honestly, yeah, really I have... But it just doesn't, you know, you see the Canadian Royal Mounted Police, they're like running on horseback yeah. to defend people. Honor. It's great. They only do courageous, they're honorable. they eating poutine just, and oh, thank the uh, Lord for that. Molson Canadian and they're just living life. It's I great. think my favorite Canadian thing, hands down, is poutine. I, it's a delightful treat. Will you kind of lay it down what it is? Because I'm also a huge fan. For all of our... Non-Canadian listeners. Our, I apologize for that. For all of your listeners. <laughs> you know what? You just make yourself at home. Oh, that's sweet. For all of the listeners out there that don't know what poutine is, it might be worse for you than Twinkies, maybe. There might be it's a little more it. protein in it. It's French fries doused in gravy and depending on your and cheese, right? flavor. Yeah. Cheese curds. Yeah. Squeaky cheese for the Tillamook fans out there. Also, maybe grilled onions too Ooh, in the gravy. Yeah. Man, I just don't know why we haven't taken this on in the States. It's such a delightful treat. Why no. have we not? And we are still poutine here. In like three restaurants. No, but like yeah, a, I mean, we're also in Portland. True. You can go to like any yeah. any place in Canada. You can go to an A&W root beer and mm. get poutine. Oh, where did those things go, by the way? <laughs> what a great <laughs> restaurant that was. Again, Portland. We're We're not. We added some poutine carts and we took away A and W. You be the judge of if we're winning or not, but yeah. if you were in Canada, you get them both. Yeah. They're light years ahead of us. You guys ever have those ketchup chips they they put out there? Oh my god, don't even get me started on ketchup chips. They are the bomb. Yeah. 
That's right uh, up there with poutine. You don't like them? It's no, I'm just. It doesn't sound so great. Bingo. I don't think Danny's yeah. had them. So you're. Th- they are. You know, they're salt and vinegar them. turned yeah. up to about tomato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sense. I don't know what the Canadians are doing out there, but it is nice to know that. Um, Huge quickly is international. In I fact. really think it's probably my aunt. <laughs> she could be well, the one Canadian listener. I yeah, I think that's you know, hello, Auntie Anne. If that's absolutely, that's it takes a very small seed to grow a very big it's tree. <laughs> which <laughs> if is it's just not a, my Auntie Anne. Please identify yourself. Which Canadian is a wretched listener. metaphor, but you know, <laughs> there is a population of people that are dying for huge quickly in, in canada <laughs> and they don't know it's everything they never knew they always wanted that's what we thought of when we when we wanted to put together this podcast was that exact thing the cold north yeah the bitter cold <laughs> north of the wall up yeah. there yeah i don't blame you that's untapped mm. so i have something else to bring up because it's really actually embarrassing for me i'm having some car trouble Chris is actually a really knowledgeable guy, and without totally killing the uh, podcast here, maybe he has some ideas. Oh, yes. Uh, my car is no longer defrosting its window. <laughs> and I thought about this. I thought, okay, wait, just but besides just the car that you drive, uh, obviously that like signals a lot. You know, obviously you can't be poor and have a Ferrari. But the things that you do with your car and its state... Really does signal to other people a lot. And I thought of a couple things that aren't so great. Things like duct tape on the windows. Oh, that is a number. Duct tape very... anywhere. Yeah. On, your on a car. Really yeah. yeah. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Holding uh, up the tailpipe. Ooh. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's just barely <laughs> up enough so it's not dragging on the ground or dragging that too. That's still, that's still on the car, but dragging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe a Confederate flag. Ooh. It tells a lot. It's very telling. Uh. Um, but when you're driving around in relatively <laughs> warm temperatures <laughs> and everyone else's car is fine and yours looks like you're just <laughs> you're hotboxing your car, yeah. uh, it's it's embarrassing. It, it won't defrost. It gets worse the longer you drive yeah. it. Well, we and, are also uh, driving around in winter with our windows down as well. With well, that's the completely the, fogged up. That's the way you shield. get those defrosted, yeah. It, do- it doesn't work. No. It, it, oh, uh, that's fantastic. This condition that this car has is so bad. Yeah. There's nothing you can do except uh, an actual physical fix in the engine itself without fixing. You have to fix the heater core is what it sounds like. But that's like buried in the dash. And it's. So at the end of the day, you're out some coin for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're the guy. I wish that there was some video we could show. You're the guy like sprawled across his steering wheel with his hand against the inside of yeah. his windshield and all they see is nothing and then all of a sudden a guy appearing <laughs> wiping the inside defrost away yeah that's usually lovely. that's a couple of seconds before an accident from the movies that i've seen <laughs> you're still moving yeah yeah, yeah of course you're still moving like i'm on the freeway yeah you know? yeah i right. had a car situation where it, it, it didn't quite seal properly so it would get defrosted or it would get moisture in like that like you're saying the defroster worked so it was no big deal but what the kicker of it was when it was very cold, the moisture would come in on the inside and then freeze overnight. And so mm. I was having to scrape the inside <laughs> oh, of the no. windshield. Classic. Yeah. And you don't feel cool doing that. No, you don't. You also have a pile of what looks like a festive 
snow globe <laughs> right on top of your dashboard when you're done with that? Yeah, the other problem is that because I've driven the thing like three or four times with this problem, there's like hand marks on the windshield mm. or all over it. So even when you go out to it to get in, it looks like somebody tried to escape from your car. Yeah. It's really bad. How many times do you generally drive a car with a problem like that until you get it fixed? Well, you, Chris, you know this more than anybody. I probably would do it much more than the statistical average. I mean, months. This well, one if is you worse. Wait, you waited out for a few months. It's summer and you've got no problem. And then... It's unsafe. He's going to die. One of us is going to die if we yeah. get it. It's well, a you death gotta, mobile you got to right be now. careful. It's unsafe. I have a headlight it's... out. <laughs> you can run and, around for months with that. Well, I was like i'm gonna be like on top of this i knew it was out for about a week i went to the store bought the thing cracked it open was gonna replace it i'm feeling like a pro like i'm a man like i know what i'm doing which is just if you know anything about replacing a headlight bulb in a subaru it couldn't be easier it's like legos i pulled the thing out like i'm gonna put the new one in and i realized the whole thing is just like burnt up in the inside there's some sort of weird chemical exploded it melted something the wires are frayed i don't know anything. I immediately feel useless again, and now I know I need to take it to a shop, but it's it's been three months. <laughs> yeah. I can Mom, I if can you're relate. listening, I I don't know, and I apologize. <laughs> hey, still have any last-minute gifts for Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Gift ideas. Steal my car. Take it to the shop for me. The problem is I have to get it back to Ellensburg for Christmas. Oh. And I made the mistake of telling my grandmother, who gets... She would get nervous if I told her... You know, I, I heard there's a small chance that we might get a little precipitation yeah. going over the, the pass. <laughs> Are you driving her back to Ellensburg? Yeah. So the Maybe idea that Granny's my defrosting, car. I actually made, there, see, there's a little bit of smoke that came out of the vents, <laughs> which is, uh, turns out that's uh, coolant getting into places it's not supposed to get. <laughs> and, and burning and up. burning up a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, that's really, well, I'm sure that's, that's healthy for your lungs to, yeah. to breathe that. If you've ever seen coolant, yeah. It's, uh, that's actually what's causing the windshield to fog up. That's why it doesn't help to roll on the windows because there's a little bit of residual smoke coming out. Oh, that is just fantastic. So, yeah, I, I shouldn't have told her that. So instead of the defroster blowing cold air to maybe change the thing, it's blowing a thin film of <laughs> frost. Yep. But it's essentially becoming Toxic frost. fumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really doing the opposite of maybe what it should do. Maybe just plug it up. Maybe just... Yeah, well, it's it's actually better if you just turn it all the way off completely. Yeah, but then and then just let you're nature cold. takes it. Yeah, you're cold. But place. now because the windshield's been touched so many times, it's still just filthy, and there's no way to clean it. I think it there's a one, maybe one solution to this problem, and it's take it in and just pay a bunch of money. <laughs> yep, I think you're right. Yeah, probably looking at about six hundred bucks. So I think the podcast oh. is going to be uh, sponsored next time. <laughs> 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 We're looking for someone to buy ad space. <laughs> yep. Your company, your product, buy if it. You now. want me to bring my car in? Let me know, <laughs> and uh, in exchange for me bringing it in, we need some need some money. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Well, why don't we get a little news going, Anna? And I can tell our listeners about some uh, developments with the podcast. In case you missed it last time, iTunes. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, Stitcher, hugequicklypodcast.com. Um, do we have any shout outs or feedback this time? Yeah, uh, we do have a couple, not as many as we would have liked, but we do have, uh, Chris 
who is actually our guest here today, has given us some great feedback. He's our number one fan. And also my, uh, my coworker, Kyle, and my lovely parents, Greg and Eddie, are huge fans of the podcast. So thanks for the feedback. And we're still looking for more, just so we know if we're doing things right. Would be great. So the Mar- a few weeks ago, on a, one of our first podcasts, we talked about the Mars rover and what the huge discovery that it was going to be making. I guessed it was alien life, and Danny took the safe approach and went with uh, there might be some sediment samples that might have one time or at some point produce possible uh, I life. just said I thought it would be something very technical. It wasn't yeah. going to be exciting to anyone else but scientists. I thought when well, I listened as a listener, my mm-hmm. view was which I think is consistent with real life. Anna was full of optimism <laughs> and Danny was just raining on the parade. Yeah, it's really true. That's how it is in our life. No, Anna, actually. <laughs> so the results came out. They finally released them. And uh, I'm going to have to give the win to Danny on this one because it was the uh, correct resp- answer to this question of what the Mars rover found was it was not a major discovery, but what the instruments, what was amazing was what the instruments could pick up. And what they basically did was they took some soil samples and burned them to 100 or 1,500,000 degrees. And it was the gases that escaped. <laughs> what was that number again? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I mean, they cooked the shit out of that. It got really fucking hot. Okay. Super and, hot. Uh, this isn't your was, regular old oven. 1,500,000. It, <laughs> it was the gases that were released that were the similar to what could possibly show life. So how technical was that? Uh, Danny, are you a scientist? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you excited about that discovery? It's thrilling. Yeah. I See? just got out of the lab. And there you go. I've been there for weeks. So what they found the most of was uh, <laughs> water and carbon dioxide, which is what they have we have here on Earth, which that's pretty exciting, right? I reckon that there aren't many things you couldn't burn at 1,500,000 degrees <laughs> and not find right. some water in there. <laughs> so in many states there's hunting that comes around this time of the year which we're all some of us are excited for sure but there's also a little thing we like to call poachers poachers Mm. are a problem everywhere and i saw i came across this really interesting news story about how they catch poachers and basically they put these skinned elk bodies out like a little bit off the road and they have a camera on the road passing elk bodies uh (laughs) stuffed elk bodies there we go (laughs) that comes after the poaching yeah Yeah. (laughs) stuffed elk and they put them a little bit off the roadway and they catch people driving by that just pull off the road and just shoot at these elk because it's illegal to shoot elk just on the road or shoot anything just on the road. So, like from the car itself. From the car itself, they stop, they put the gun out, and they shoot at it. And yeah. I just, probably not a car. That's not sporting. Just, Sorry, probably truck. A, it's I probably a lifted uh, Chevy yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With the redneck flag. <laughs> With, <laughs> With the Confederate flag. flag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a great idea tape. for a sting operation. I mean, I think if this is like doing it right, that is impressive. I've you know, I am not a hunter, but I think I would enjoy it. I like guns. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I if I I'm... was hunting and there was other people breaking the rules and, and like getting mm-hmm. the elk that like I wanted to. There's a little piece of me that's like, listen, we're all hunting animals with high powered rifles who have no chance. So. But this I like the idea yeah, of this puts a little bit more in the animals favor and they got yeah, a lot of people. Absolutely. I looked. I looked up what the fines were for this kind of thing. I mean, it is like thousands of dollars. Yeah. It, like elk, I think was a thousand. If you were to shoot a moose off the road, it was ten thousand dollars. Well, yeah. 
That's crazy. Meese or mooses. Pretty spectacular. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty Make spectacular they're beasts. They really are. And yeah. and I assume they're more rare. Yeah. Those are huge, too. Do you remember uh, those uh, neighbors of ours growing up that had the huge moose head in their living room? <laughs> You don't remember that? Does not I am not rivers. firing on that cylinder. The O'Neills? Oh, absolutely. It filled up their whole living room. Gosh, if the O'Neills are listening right now, I just have some great memories from yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, was, house. that like seriously was fun. The Trevor, Gunner, Mike, <laughs> Megan, <Nope>. just <laughs> shouting these, it out. All of them. <laughs> None of these were ringing a bell. <laughs> well, have you guys ever been to the... Oh, come on. We played the hell out of Super... Uh, Super Nintendo, some Donkey Kong Country. We fought in their yard. We played guns over there. What's funny, you know, like growing up, you know, uh, we were actually talking on one of the other episodes about playing guns. But like, I remember going over there (laughs) and playing guns for real. Like, I felt pressure. Mm -hmm. I remember them being like, okay, they're in their base. They, we know they have, uh, we have one machine gun. They have at least some small arms. You know, okay, come over here. We lost Gunner. Gunner, he's, he's, he's never coming back. No. <laughs> Get all your stuff. Gunner's literally around the corner. Like, yeah, he he went in for lunch, but he, <laughs> he did something stupid and he paid for it. He's okay? not with us. Yeah. <laughs> you want to die out here? We, it was serious. It was yeah, really serious. Yeah, it that was. was I don't know what the the parallel to adult life. I guess you joined the military, maybe. Yeah. But, and, you know, maybe we have airsoft for that or paintball, but it never, it was never as good as that. When your mind was literally able to just completely disconnect from reality and be like, this piece of plastic I'm holding (laughs) is, it's going to save my life. This is my rifle. (laughs) (laughs) There might be many of these, but this one is mine. Yeah. Seriously. And, I love that. And I can also remember like having a table, like an arsenal. Like, you know how in movies when they're like, they're coming and they open up like the, the oh, shed, yeah. they open up like the little uh, locker <laughs> yeah. and there's like just rows of guns getting pulled off. I remember yeah. it being like that. We're like, okay, you get that. You get the big, huge green monster over there. I'm going to take <laughs> Camo. This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spray painted. Yeah. yeah. There were some people with some great toy gun collections. Joel. Can I just, can we just, <laughs> can we just have a shout out to Joel Ratcliffe for his toy gun collection? <laughs> So, uh, (laughs) besides, besides Danny and Chris's childhood memories in the good state of Washington, Mm -hmm. other big things happened in Washington state this week. Um, a couple of them I really want to highlight, but I'm going to go ahead and start out with the legalization of marijuana. This is the first state, um, Washington's the first state to, to make it legal. So I just, I mean, there's some big things that happened this week. It started on Friday. If you're 21 years old, 21, you can be not you you can't get in trouble if you have at least one ounce of pot i mean it's it's huge it is important it is a gray area federally and in state whatever but it's 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 an interesting amount of progress did you guys see the report that the seattle police department issued uh i actually have that funny you mention it it's fantastic so the police blog by the police spokesperson put out this great little uh quote that i'd like to share with the podcast Mm -hmm. and it was the police department believes that under the state law you may responsibly get baked order pizzas and enjoy a lord of the rings marathon in the comfort of your own home this is the police people that's that's the statement they issued i i think it's fine (laughs) i think get baked in your own house i don't care at all 
I think there's so much money being wasted on enforcing. You know, funny that you mentioned that as well, because I've got some stats for you. Oh, I can't wait for this. In the next five years, it is thought that they could earn as much as $1.9 billion in state funding. Just the state of Washington? Just the state of Washington. Five years. $1.9 billion. That's a billion. It's what? It's almost two. And then some more. It's almost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. And it's you know what it's costing us. The last sorry. So Keep the last twenty five years before the law went into place, there were two hundred forty one thousand arrests that cost the state over three hundred million dollars. Mm. So instead of paying three hundred million dollars, we're going to be reaping in the benefits of one point nine billion. I mean, I got to say that's a win for the state. I think that's win win win. Win, 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 win. It does feel kind of weird, though, doesn't it? I mean, I'm, certainly, it's um, it's gonna be a little strange, I think. But uh, yeah, I think the, consistency I, with real life is good. Like, yeah, no one cares, and everyone's doing it anyway. <laughs> Might as well make some taxes on it. To I just if you're gonna have alcohol be as used and abused as it is, and and make so much money for these companies. What the hell is the difference? Yeah, I think the whole argument against it really falls apart when you compare it with alcohol because yeah, alcohol yeah. is so much, it's so clearly worse for society in general. Absolutely. And in actual deaths and, and just lives destroyed, yeah, all about, that stuff. It's not that marijuana is going to be used more, right? I mean, I mean, it probably will a little bit, but not like crazy. I mean, negligible personally, amount, right? I mean, we're going back for Christmas in a few weeks and I feel like I'm not normally somebody that smokes pot, but now that it's legal. Well, <laughs> the I ramifications me, are me there. Me and Danny, I mean, my parents better watch out. I think we're going to get them involved. <laughs> we're going to really, we're going to take up. What is the, uh, because there's no I, way that I would smoke pot with you and your parents. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you can just watch. If you want to see someone f- just freak out. <laughs> I think it's important to think of, you know, that crucial first time when you were kind of drinking with your parents and everyone kind of had a little bit more than you ever thought. And, and you were like, Oh, this is actually like fun and cool. Yeah. And my parents are cool. My parents are cool. Yeah. Shout out Tracy and Stephen Shetman. Tracy and pretty- Stephen Shetman. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe, you know, maybe there is another line there. Cause it used, it was like doing illegal drugs with your parents. That doesn't sound right. No. But what if you're just, you know, I don't know. My parents are pretty hip people. It is a progressive line. I think in in 10, 20, 30 years, it'll be... That's the whole thing is down the road. I think... Exactly. It's landmark, not necessarily for today. I mean, it's landmark because of the the lasting changes that it will make. Yeah. Especially like the people that are, you know, 18 now when they're 60. There's going to be basically nobody in the country that thinks something like that is bad. It's just people are going to die off. But for right now... (laughs) People are going to die off. That's true. Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. But... uh, the stigma is still going to be there for quite a while. I think, I think that's true. So sure. it's not like my parents are just going to start relaxing with the joint after work. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I don't experience. imagine that's Although true. Although maybe. I don't know. That'd be a huge surprise. That <laughs> would be crazy if you walked give, in at Christmas and your dad was smoking I think, a you know, you give them the room <laughs> to be who they need to be. And you just let... Let them be. Let them, <laughs> let them be who they are. <laughs> It'd be funny if I had to be like, Dad... That stuff is terrible for you. <laughs> in your own in in your home. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like a skunk in here. 
It's downright. I don't think there's an actual it skunk is here. Downright. <laughs> oh, a real skunk. Toxic it's a real in skunk. here. <laughs> oh, you got it. It's not just the Washington. So real skunk. Okay. I think we need to talk about another milestone that happened in our state this week. Not only did pocket legalize, but gay marriage also did. Washington mm. followed suit after several other states um, to make it one of the only states in the nation to allow gay marriage. And today was the first actual day that you could get married. And it is projected that hundreds of people are going to tie the knot tonight. Today. Beautiful. Yeah, why not? I, I'm all for it. It's but overdue, right? I, uh, I spent a lot of my life not supporting it. And that, I, I feel bad. But I think, you know, what are you going to do? You, yeah. you got to let yourself evolve and forgive and forget, I guess. But hey, if Obama's uh, views can evolve, why not yours? Sure. <laughs> I, I, I think we've got to give ourselves some room to be who we are. You know, I yeah. think there's a lot of I mean, we don't need to. Yeah. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm just like to say that I'm really <laughs> proud. You want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you don't want to take the podcast to a. I'm just really happy that that our state as being Washingtonians, born and raised Washingtonians, we're the first West Coast state to really take on this this new law. And I think it's pretty special. And I'm really proud of our state to to get to say that. Yeah, Yeah. I guess I never really realized that Washington is that progressive like growing up. It really is because Oregon seems like a super progressive place. It's it's weird that Oregon didn't. Washington was the one that legalized both of them. I mean, I think that didn't do either. That highlights the size of. Seattle versus Portland, really. That's true. Yeah. There's a, anybody that's listening on the other, anybody this place besides the West Coast, there's a big divide between Eastern and Western Washington and Oregon. There's a Absolutely, dividing line. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that actually wraps up the news, and we have a new segment that we're going to go ahead and throw into the oh, mix. Yeah. Chris <laughs> is going to be our first, our first contender. They one. told me before this started that, that something was going to happen and they would not tell me what it is. So I assume this is. <laughs> well, it's exciting. I'll say that. I'm so a butterflies. I, we don't actually like have that. a name for this yet. We probably need to come up with some really clever little name. Oh, but I can't wait. Basically, it's the either or game. So we're going to throw out several either ors for you and you have to as fast as you possibly can the first things that come to your mind you have to answer it okay and then we will go back and anything that we kind of think might need a little bit more explanation we're gonna go (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and uh okay revisit this so just the first thing that comes to your mind you're gonna so this is kind of a would you rather kind of would you rather but it's not sex it's It's, just and it's not (laughs) thanks for clarifying well that's (laughs) i'm disappointed (laughs) immediately okay are you ready, Christopher? So this is just, this is a speed round? Yes, speed okay. round, speed round. Okay, I'll focus. Okay. Cake or pie? Cake. Washington or Oregon? Washington. Hom- ho- horror or comedy? Comedy. Zombie- zombies or vampires? Zombies. Fight or flight? Fight. Bungee jump or skydiving? Uh, skydive. Bath or shower? Shower. Come on. Shower. <laughs> stuck in, stuck out in the rain or stuck inside because of the rain? Stuck inside. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. You find $100, you keep it, or you find the owner? Find the owner. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Edward or Jacob? Twilight. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't have any idea. Edward. (laughs) Spider-Man or Batman? Batman. Brittany or Christina? Oh, Brittany. Invisibility or flight, if you could have a superpower? Invisibility. Boom. Oh, God, that was hard. There were some hard (laughs) ones in there. 
I think maybe the average guy is not stressing over Britney versus Christina <laughs> as hard as I did, but that... <laughs> Really I knew that one would get I was you. in I sixth grade in 1996, and thank you very much. These were the decisions I was making on a daily Chris, basis. you are in sixth grade every time you go to sing karaoke, because <laughs> I feel like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera are like your top two choices. I honestly don't remember. What did I say? I must have said Britney. Yeah, I have down Britney. Yeah, okay. God, Christina, that would have been the biggest mistake. Christina's voice is better. Okay, and I'll I'm going to tell you this. If... How do you say this nicely? She's let herself go a little bit. Christina? Yeah. Yeah. Brittany had a phase and and she's back. But Christina is is maybe in a phase right now. They're going to if she ever if she doesn't just die out, this is going to be her fat phase. And <laughs> I'm not trying to hate on fat people, but it's, it's true. just kind of, you know, she, she's fatter than she days. was. She's not necessarily yeah. like obese or she terrible. She looks very but. old though. I saw a picture of her and it's just which it's one? Brittany. It's just, it's so funny because you just think of her as being this young yeah. pop star. And I just, she. Her new jam did. with Will I Am is, is, uh, I heard this one. Something special. Like most well, of us. She's still got a great voice. She's still got the best voice. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been a Brittany or Christina fan in years, but Chris yeah. is still, still a I fan. He keeps treasure it pop music. <laughs> and it's not good necessarily or healthy, but it is true. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't the know. The thing how to is, stop. Uh, one thing I will say is I, I've never been a huge pop music fan, mm-hmm. but uh, I did like it at one point, and I would say I was, like everybody else, I was into Britney Spears, and God, toxic I liked pop Toxic is then. like one of the best songs ever. Toxic, I, I is, love toxic. is a fantastic pop yeah. anthem. Was yeah. that like maybe one of the last songs she did before she kind of went nuts? Yeah, before she shaved her head. That's a really excellent... I wish I knew the timeline better. I think you're right, though. Yeah, she had some good stuff, though. Lots I- of them. I really want to actually move on to a couple of them I thought were very interesting. Absolutely. Um, so the fight or the invisibility or flight. That now, one this is, is hard actually too. a one of those personality questions that you'll get asked a lot because no it's supposed to be like if you say invisibility, it's supposed to say that you're kind of a little bit more deceiving. You want to go like, you know, see people and what they're doing. You're a little sneaky. <laughs> you might want to go check out girls naked in the locker room. And wow. If if that's like, instantly where it goes. Huh? <laughs> you, you get, you get perv you points to, for invis. It's true. Yeah. Because that's be the first thing that you would want to do with mm-hmm, invisibility. Mm-hmm. But flight is supposed to say, you know, you're free. You want to go adventurous. You want to go just see all these things. So really. Wow. Flight is you, good. Can I tell good, you what happened in my head when you said that one? Yeah. I thought instantly <laughs> about Neo and the Matrix flying. Ugh. And I thought to myself, that sounds good. Right. <laughs> you went with invisibility. And, mm. I, and, and then I thought to myself, instantly I thought of the book Jumper where he can teleport, which if you haven't read is a fantastic. It's a book? Yeah, it was a book before oh, the movie, movie. Just for the record, that was a terrible movie. Yeah, didn't see it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, I could just wander in anywhere. I could just, and I wasn't necessarily thinking of naked would you women. Rob a which, bank? but that's that what does... I was thinking. I was like, I would be instantly filthy rich. I could do whatever I wanted. Always. You could. Uh, that's well. That says a lot about you. I now think differently. <laughs> oh no. Okay. If you were, if you were, <laughs> if you could fly. That would be the number one thing I would want to be if I could have any superpower would be to fly. I think the invisibility thing to me is you know so... What? I think it says a lot because Danny also answered invisibility as well when I, I gave well, him the Well, you think about... Test. Okay, if you I can... I guess we're both just deceiving, <laughs> conniving. You know what's funny is I instantly thought of the TSA as well. I was like, I could go get on an airplane and I wouldn't... No one would bother me. See, yeah, you right. want to steal things. I want to like sit steal. in the back of a coffee shop and have no one bother me. 
It is. You're right. I'm a. You're a bad man. Both I'm a, of you. I'm a terrible. It's person. kind of interesting, actually, because both of them have these really wide, a wide range of things you could do with it. Because like flight, you could go really anywhere you wanted, essentially, but in like a different way. Well, are there any ramifications? So you can fly anywhere always. Anywhere you're, always. You're never tired. It's not freezing while you're nope. flying. It's really up to you. Whatever this fantasy is for you and me. When well, I is think it about teleporting flight, or flying? It's flying. Although Pretty teleportation would be fast. badass. Teleportation I would pick over either Seriously, of those Seriously, teleportation would be badass. But it also would be cool. Just think about if you could just fly up, you know, take a girl on a date and you could just fly up and look at the stars. Talk about a romantic. There, well, Talk about a romantic moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Aladdin. Well, now I, yeah, I can show you the world. <laughs> okay. I also want to highlight Twitter or Facebook. Now, Chris is uh, actually a huge, he's really into technology. Uh, so I, I really nerd. was curious to see which his answer would be here. And I want to know why it's Twitter. Are you a big Twitter? You know guy? what's interesting is that I'm not a big Twitter person. What's your What's your Twitter hand, Twitter handle so we know? Twitter is at C Shep C S C H E P. <laughs> Feel free to follow me. I don't tweet a lot, and you know maybe hmm, it's a lesser of two evils situation. Facebook is just awful. Gosh, I could rant on Facebook. I'm a developer, like you said. I write software. I love technology. Facebook has so much money, and they are taking all the good developers to go work on that because they offer them so much money to do it. And it's not, mm. in my opinion, adding much value to the world. I really like Instagram. They bought that. They're going to start ruining it because that's what they do. I have to work with their APIs every day at work now because every site ever that any client wants has to have Facebook <laughs> sharing. And so I just, I hate it. And, 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 and if you have to like have it, if you have to have your stuff post on Twitter, it's not hard, but Facebook is terrible. And so... It really is a lesser of two evils. I use Facebook a lot more, which is ironic, I guess. But Well, I've sort of been down on Facebook forever, but it's like yeah. I've started using it more lately. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just it's something to go do and look at that's sort of interesting. I think he's just kind of bitter because when he posts our podcast on Facebook, nobody <laughs> responds. <laughs> I was joking to Chris. I, I have no, what do they call it? Uh, scope? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You have uh, reach, reach. Yes, maybe. I am uh, on both. Discoverability. Of them, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's bad. I always, I kind of go. I haven't tried much with Facebook anytime recently, but especially with Twitter, it's like I. There's ways that you could go out and get more followers and interact, garner but attention. It's just yeah. too time consuming. No, it's me. a lot I of work. Yeah, I think if people want to follow you and you're just doing what you do, that's great. Yeah. But the idea of putting effort into finding followers just for followers' sake is, it feels like high school. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't need that in our lives. I don't think. Well, social media. Yeah, man. I think we wrapped it up. We might end up making this into a two parter. This is uh, <laughs> exciting for us. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's been it's go, just Chris. been fantastic to be here. Great. <laughs> I love both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so normally we do a recommendation, but you recommended something, so let's run with that. Jumper. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a fantastic sci fi you know book. Who writes that? Stephen Gould, G O U L D. He uh-huh. is uh you know, this is harking back to my teens. <laughs> mm, I like and, that. Uh there's a few uh there's a few sequels to check out as well. Cool. And, well, thank you uh, for being here. C Shep on Twitter. Yes. You can you can follow me 
Dan R. Hendricks. Oh, and <laughs> love that. I think so Danny's official. a more active Twitter than me. And I used to be. I've basically just been tweeting out links to the podcast lately. I got to come well, up with some more the, clips. I like it. The more, the most important thing you've got going. Yeah. You get out there. Talk hey. about your end of the world party as well. So, yeah, for our uh, Portland listeners, kind of some exciting stuff. The band, LAFCO, is going to be at the White Eagle. Uh, that's Friday, December 21st. End of the world party. The end of the world. That's a, a McMinimins joint. So don't worry about that. The beer's not great, but come out. No, the beer's great. The, the beer's better than the great. food. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I Except guess for the Cajun tots. Danny's a oh, fan of the Cajun tots. I love the Cajun tots. Yeah, you can't yeah, argue with those. those. Yeah, there, I guess there are a couple of good beers. I just feel like you go to a couple of them and it's just the same thing. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't been for a while, hey, why not? Uh, White Eagle. And then an exciting one, too. A new development. Thursday, January 3rd, we're going to be at Mississippi Studios. Legit venue. Is that true? For LAFCO. It's yeah. true. Do you know the significance of that date? Uh, I think that might be our guest's uh, special day. <laughs> it is my birthday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's hey. awesome. I lo- Mississippi Studios is legit. You better sing him happy it's birthday. It is. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, our, uh, the, the band's guitar player, his roommate is in a band that apparently is a little bigger than I thought they were. They're having a little reunion show, and we're going to open up for them. It's awesome. Thursday. January to those, 3rd. to any listeners who haven't seen Danny in action, but maybe knew him before, it, he's solid. I was just floored. I was just floored. My first time seeing Lafco, I was, I was so, I was so impressed and excited about it. I distinctly hear. remember Danny playing the first three notes of Creed's "Can You Take Me Higher." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Repeatedly before, yeah. like the literally the first thing on that maybe he it ever played beautiful. on the guitar for an, yeah. for four hours straight. One one December evening, maybe five six years ago or something crazy like that. More than that, yeah, <laughs> five ten, six years ten, ago, wow. eight. <laughs> I mean, crazy amount decade. of time, yeah, yeah. It's and weird. to just to see that evolution is heartwarming. As a you know, gosh, I really should be better if I've been playing for ten years. Well, let's not. He's amazing. Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, so no, it actually is. It just sounded pretty good. These highly recommended. Gelling. It's yeah. my birthday, so I'm gonna have to be there, not <laughs> yes. sober. You better yeah. sing him "Happy Birthday, Danny." Oh, awesome. that would be a treat. All right. If you want to check it out too, I, they're, they're just kind of like demos up, but you could still just to get a, a feel for the band. You can go to SoundCloud.com/slash/lafco. L-A-F-K-O. Check it out there. Awesome. We'll drop a link All for right. that. All right. Yeah, that's an easier way to do it, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> also, <laughs> wait, we can't forget to say, please leave us feedback. Yeah, and that's it. And subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye.